this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Reactions to Joker movie are in. Robert Pattinson finally breaks his silence on the Batman casting. And the Birds of Prey teaser has snuck online today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the Great Hall of the Justice League. There are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Form of... Wonder Twin Powers, activate! Form of... Fingernails! Form of... A Mitsubishi! Yes! Was it right? Nailed it! We did? Perfect. I don't know if that's true. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, we're the Wonder Twins. It's myself, Adam Gertler, here, joined by the crown jewel of the DC movie news world, Miss Roxy Stryer. Hello, Roxy. Very, very true. And I do a new thing I want to implement, giving shout-outs to people. Ooh, 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 new bit of the show, guys. This is a new segment right here Roxy is implementing at the top of the show. I I just want to give shout-outs to people who are here on time every week, are in the chat, just a few of them. Let's go down the list. Uh, Alan Rousset, Gregory Wolves, Ryan Peterson, Kal-El Fan 49, Ivan Soto, Archie, uh, Wesley Marshall, and Satama, Satama, sorry if I put your name, Zeno Hour, all these people and more, Doom Tribe, Michael Blake, so many of you guys. I'll be trying to give more shout-outs to people in the chat uh, because you guys are the the real heroes here. And I just want to say, there's so much out there that can really depress you about what goes on in the online community. There's a lot of dark stuff, and I have to just say how, how insulated I am from that because so much of my experience has been with truly wonderful, fun, engaging, kind enthusiastic fans like the ones in our terrible. But some might say you haven't seen dark side of things. Because dark side is... You get what I did there? Yes. I made DC relevant. You brought it back. You made it relevant. Yes. But just because I did that doesn't mean you have to be Captain Cold to me. I will not be. Oh, today. man. Is Elena Jordan here? Wow, no, she's better with oh, puns. Oh, it feels like there's a hate wave coming through right now. Oh. No? That's better than a hate wave. Yeah, that's true. 
Well, that was pretty good, too. Yeah. But Ryan didn't give you that. But I'm No, 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 because yeah, I was just being sincere. So, guys, <laughs> DC, here we are. Big week. A lot of news. We have a film that is coming out soon. And we had, uh, just last week, on this very show, Roxy wasn't here, but I was. And we said, Ooh, hey, rub it in, why don't you? We're going to be hearing these Joker f- f- reactions. And sure enough, uh, there are reactions to the Joker film, almost all of which have been positive, except from, you know... The people who haven't seen it yet, which really have a lot of reasons to hate the movie, I guess. So That is driving me bananas. Thank you. I'm so glad you said it. This, uh, who is it? The the No Doubt Girl, Gwen Stefani. This ish is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, Adam. Yes, it That's is bananas. It is completely bananas. Why? Why do you guys get to have as much of a say as somebody who actually saw it? Because I am. Mm. I don't know if that works for me. Um, okay, so let's talk about the reactions themselves specifically. They're let's very positive. We, we heard about an eight-minute standing ovation. I know this is the kind of thing that happens at these film festivals. People are really enthusiastic. Yeah, but can you please talk to me about the, the logistics of that? Um, I think because it's like a thing where like people know it's a film festival and it's it's a known thing at this point that your standing ovation lets people know how they felt about the movie. Yeah, but you're telling me for eight minutes. They wanted to keep it going from, for eight minutes. From what? From the first clap? Yeah, I think the first so clap I'm everybody like, gets up. That's when eight minutes starts. This and is the last person up. This is was the Venice Film Festival we're yes, talking about? Yes, Okay, so this is a, a, a long, ongoing film festival. You think people are itching to be that first clap. So there's not like an awkward silence. Yeah, people are everybody in the audience for eight minutes? No, 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 no. So no. I, I, I think you just need, I think the rule is 43% participation for mm. it to officially be, uh, I think that's what's on the uh, Venice Film Board rules. It's got 43% got it. of the crowd still standing counts as a standing ovation. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm just taking notes. Ivan Soto will check my math on that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What about any of these reactions? Did anything stand out to you, Roxy, about any of the specific reactions about the film? Is it what you expected? Or where your where's your level of anticipation in general about well, the film? I would love to read some of them, but I guess our internet is oh. not totally uh, picking up right now. But I will say that I felt really excited about the reactions of this film. I feel like this is similar to what I expected, but the level of pure, uh, like, freaked-outness by this was something that really excited me. And uh, I'm in. I'm in. I was always in, but now I'm more in. I'm in too deep. Some 41. Um, I'm going to read a couple right here. Give we have The me. Hollywood Reporter said, uh, this is just a sample of a quote, uh, I don't think there's any spoilers in here about the plot, so we're just going to talk about some of these reactions to the film. But if you don't want to hear it, if you want to be you know, completely in the dark, you're probably listening to the wrong show. Hollywood Reporter, but this is Phoenix's film, and he inhabits it with an insanity by turns pitiful and fearsome in an out-there performance that's no laughing matter. Not to discredit the imaginative vision of the writer-director, his co-scripter, and invaluable tech and design teams. Wow, they're really they're giving all the credits there. But Phoenix is the prime force that makes this Joker 
capture such a distinctively edgy entry into the Hollywood comics industrial complex. Damn. Well... Wow, you know, this, in so many ways, this film seems to be a reaction to, like, the growing complaints about the repetitive nature of comic book films and how every film is a superhero film, but it seems like this film is very different. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that we, if it was the same, it would be bizarre, because we've been expecting this for uh, quite some time, that this was going to be polarizing, or at the very least, incredibly different. Um, and it does seem to come through in those areas. I'm looking right now, a good friend of mine, uh, Brandon Davis, saw the movie. He is a comic books guy. Okay. Um, and I'm looking right now for his tweet because his tweet got me incredibly excited. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, I'll read something from the rap. Uh, the politics of the Joker, this kind of speaks to possibly some of the... Um, some of the uh, uh, you know um, problems that people have been having with the film or some of the opposition. The politics of the Joker are similarly wobbly. Web pundits on all sides of the spectrum will no doubt fish out this idea or that line of dialogue to declaim what Joker is really about, which ultimately means it's not really about much of anything at all. It will be tempting for some to declare this is the first art film based on a DC or Marvel property, but while it certainly represents a bit of a departure and something of a risk, Joker is ultimately grim and gritty, comic book nihilism jacked up to the nth degree, wrapped up in a convincing but ultimately hollow simulacra of better, smarter films. So that is not an overwhelmingly positive... Uh, take right there. That to me says the. But re- it's not. It's not negative. No, but it, you know the film has been compared to King of Comedy and Taxi Driver and things like that. And to me, what that article is suggesting is that it emulates those films in a hollow way, like it does a serviceable representation. Job. Right. Yeah. So, this, but, but, but go this ahead. This is what Brandon Davis said uh, again. He's from Comic Book, which I know a lot of us read their site. He said, "I saw Joker, and it's unlike anything before it. The movie is dark, thrilling, and chilling, an insane masterpiece. The movie absolutely transcends being a comic book film and acts as a character study, which at times will make audiences uncomfortable in wild ways. Ten out of ten. Wow, wow, wow. This is so exciting. This is Ryan in the booth, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Ryan in the booth. Please chime in on this, brother. I am ecstatic about this movie now. The fact that it got this much praise, because we were all interested in hearing what would happen at these festivals. We were kind of surprised it was going to be at these festivals anyway. And now that there's such an overwhelming positive energy about it and how it's very unique and different, I don't think I've been this excited for a DC movie in quite a while. Wow. I have to agree with you. And, and I also want to say that, you know, with, with reference to what the rap was implying, I don't think... For this film to be great, for this film to be the best thing that the DCEU has produced so far, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't have to be the second coming. It Mm -hmm. just has to be a really good movie. Like, it it doesn't have to win the Academy Award, guys, or, or, you know, be really bad, like some of these other films have been, both DC and Marvel and others before it. If it's just the the idea of a verite, which is like creating a world and existing in that world, is exciting. Um, there was also some implications that maybe this wasn't going to be like in its own standalone world, that maybe we could see Phoenix's Joker again. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not in its own standalone world because they've talked about potential of a sequel. So uh, we could see him again in his own movie. Yes. Um, yes, that also there was, uh, and, and maybe guys in the chat room, maybe you know what I'm talking about. There was, um... Some talk by Robert Pattinson, and yeah, as he was finally opening up, he he did an article. Um, where was the article originally? Was it in 
Variety or Hollywood Reporter? Ryan, sure. do you know where he originally opened up? But Robert Pattinson basically spoke at length about the casting of Batman. There was some some implication that he said something and then tried to correct himself with regard to the Joker. So some people obviously took that to think, oh, maybe we will see that Joker. Knowing that Pattinson's film potentially is in the 90s and the Joker film takes place in the 80s, it does seem like if they wanted this Joker to be with that Batman, the timeline... Seems like it would really be adding up, and Possibly. what what a what a crazy yeah sneaky Ryan's variety yeah so it was variety um, what is, what a crazy way go ahead Rox this is what Brandon said regarding its ties to the larger universe he said Joker acts entirely on its own without ties to a larger universe but awesome DC comics references are not completely absent if this is really a one time thing that's fine but I want more of Joaquin Phoenix in this role and more characters in the same gritty world wow. Listen, take to comic book world. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm starting to believe the hype that maybe this is going to be the Joker that uh, Pattinson sees in like you know maybe a second or third film down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, do, do you have any of the actual stuff that we want to talk about um, with uh, Robert Pattinson? He talks a lot about trying on the costume for the first time, um, almost losing the job or being very afraid that he was going to lose the job. I know you wanted to talk about this. This idea that like. The uh, the news that Pattinson was being cast was sort of leaked before he had like officially auditioned for it. Like he was talking, but he hadn't really met with Reeves about it, so he thought he was going to lose it. And there's this. And he's sto- sitting next to Macquarie. On the he's plane. sitting next to Christopher Macquarie. Was it on a plane? Yeah. Okay. And he's googling himself and refreshing himself, and then having to meet Christopher Macquarie for the first time and explain, "Hi, I'm an actor googling myself repetitively." Mm-hmm. Um, he also speaks about the fact that he was shooting with. None other than Christopher Nolan when he finds out that he actually gets the job. So he got to speak to the director of the most successful Batman trilogy, um, uh, both critically and commercially. So here are a couple quotes from it. A couple said, quotes from Roxy, guys. Well, from Ro- Roxy, Roxy delivering, yeah. delivering some quotes. When, the th- when that thing leaked, I was effing furious. Everyone was so upset. Everyone was, was panicking. furious. Everyone was panicking from my team. I sort of thought that had blown up the whole thing. So, you know, end quote. He's thinking that because it's leaked, there's a number of things that could happen here. Number one, Warner Brothers could think that Battinson actually, or Robert Pattinson actually leaked this himself, which could cause him to lose the job because it's a breach of contract. Number two, the reaction from fans had been so split, Adam, that he was thinking maybe Warner Brothers is going to actually go with Nicholas Holt or somebody else because it's not like the fan reaction had been overwhelmingly positive. And no, that's not how studios should make their decision, but studios have made decisions over way less in the past. So he was incredibly nervous and thought this might be it. This might cause me to lose my gig. Because public opinion does cause corporations to make moves. Yes. And I will say... Now, I know you and I kind of differ on this a little bit. I think this is hyperbole from an actor. he, He may have believed that that was the case, but I don't think... He was ever in any real danger. So, I don't know if he was or was not, and we'll probably never know the answer to this, but I understand why when companies end up leaking things like this. I don't remember. I think it was Deadline initially that leaked this. I'm not positive on that. But whoever initially leaked this, it can and has caused jo- right. actors to lose their jobs. And that would have been incredibly unfortunate for him, especially when it's not leaked from his camp. 
Um, yeah, well, one example I can think of, I'm trying to think of it. It was like an actor that turned down a particular casting because they weren't the right race or something like that. And it was that backlash. But that was the actor backing out. Can you think of any other where an actor was fired because of an online backlash? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily fired or we just hear that they go with they somebody go with someone else. else. Right, because he hadn't been cast yet. Well... I, I would say this, though. Few companies have had as much experience with negative casting backlash specific to the role of Batman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Warner Brothers has been through this every time. And they almost know, like, you trust the filmmaker on this one. They they got it with Michael Keaton big time. They got it with Batfleck big time. And they got it with Pattinson. And, of course, people reacting to Pattinson um, referring to Twilight hadn't seen what this guy's been doing spe- solely for... I was listening to... Uh, I was reading this interview, and he's referring to all these movies. I've seen Good Time. I've seen a couple of them. There's like five movies that he talks about that he's done over the past ten years, indie films, that I've never even heard of. Yeah, he's done amazing ones. So, you know, it would have been really and now silly with Lighthouse as well. For a couple. Well, that one I'm very excited about. It sounds interesting. A couple of things. You know, our thank you for the correction. It was Justin Kroll of Variety, not Deadline. Yes, that, that is accurate. Number two, a little unrelated, but I gotta give it to you, Adam. Ivan Soto says, Adam, you rocked it on DC Daily. Oh, yeah. you know what? I watched it today and it wasn't bad. Sometimes I'm afraid to watch stuff like yeah, that. You're great. But it actually looked really good because, uh, you know, uh, April Bloby is so beautiful radiant she's really radiant like you see um she's excellent just so you guys know by the way when i mentioned the chat i'm talking about the youtube that we go live every single friday 1 p.m pacific standard time on popcorn talks youtube you guys can always join the conversation uh, there i I also wanted to mention one of you guys was it ivan soto or someone else someone saying that the 90s rumor or xeno hour was the 90s rumor for the batman is nonsense um that could totally be true i you're absolutely right nobody really knows and that is totally a rumor as as much as the film is like being referred to as the batman but no one really knows what or it's officially called yet uh well then, j- yes and then no it's just joker yeah but we were referring to it as the joker for a year yes you know, and yes, exactly. Um, I mean, we know that Suicide Squad is called The Suicide Squad because James Gunn has said that. And I think he also doesn't want to hear people refer to his SS film. Yeah, yeah. A couple other quotes from Robert Pattinson himself, because, Adam, I know this is the part that you were more interested in. Him kind of reflecting about the casting process and be- being Batman, he said... I put it on, referring to the suit, I remember saying to Matt, it does feel quite transformative. He was like, I would hope it does. You are literally in the bat suit. Uh, End quote. (laughs) Then he goes on to actually say, um, you do feel very powerful immediately, and it's pretty astonishing, something that is incredibly difficult to get into. So the ritual of getting into it is pretty humiliating. You've got five people trying to shove you into something. (laughs) Once you've got it on, it's like, yeah, I feel strong. I feel tough, even though I had to have someone squeezing my butt cheeks into the legs. Uh, So I'm just loving the way he's talking about this. Yeah, it's like not very glamorous getting into it, but when you're in it, and I wonder what costume was he trying on? Did they have one sized for him, or did they have a prototype of the Matt Reeves costume? Because you know that's going to be totally different. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm I'm imagining something. He talks about getting more movement out of it, like in different parts. That's what he says he talked to Christopher Nolan about, to get more movement out of the suit. But I'm imagining a suit that moves more than we've seen before. Yeah, he said, it's so bizarre. I was like, what a coincidence this is happening. It's absolutely crazy when he got the call about the casting. And then he says, I was talking about things to do with the bat suit, how to get more movements in it. 
So he is curious how to how to move, shake his groove thing at him. He's got a, he likes to move it, move it. <laughs> uh, he also talked a little bit about his contract saying, I don't know anything. I've got an idea how to do about four scenes and then I'm working on the rest gradually. Um, talking about uh, saying he, he wouldn't respond if he had more than one film on his contract. He's just working on this one right now. Oh. He's trying to work on his movement and figuring out this scene. He's got four scenes down. Can't talk about future contract stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it sounds like this is a role that he had thought about for a long time. It sounds like it's a role that he pursued. It sounds like whoever managed his career post-Twilight, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Between the choices that he's made to take that time to not just try to rush into another franchise, but to just work on your craft for 10 years and come back and be the perfect age to play the perfect new Batman. Matt Reeves has been off the market for three years already. Right. Here's a guy that could have done anything in Hollywood, and he has been off the market working on this film for years. I am... So excited about this movie. I'm as excited as I've been about any movie ever because it's my favorite character and I I'm just so you amped like Batman? up. I do, I do, I do. You wouldn't know it because I'm on this DC movie news show. Um I think a lot of people are gonna be excited for this film too, and I'm excited to find out if it is in the nineties or wherever it and, and whoever the Joker is or or not, it doesn't matter. I just can't wait for this new iteration of the character. It's also worth mentioning that we heard the Batman script is complete. So yes. even though it's not, we won't be seeing it until 2021, the script is complete. And and, and apparently it was complete before, before, pa- right, yeah. before he was cast. So that's another thing, right? Like we've ta- talked how long about like you got to get the script right. Affleck was on the project and then off the project because they believe they couldn't crack it. They couldn't crack. It's the nut we just can't crack. It's It's tough when it's been done and it's been done well. How do you make it right? How do you make it? For 2020 or 2021, like, there's so many things to consider, um, you know, to get the film right. Um, But while we might have several years before we return to Gotham with Batman... We have uh, um, a couple of trips to Gotham coming up, actually. I'm like, we're going to be in Gotham in a couple of weeks with Joker, and then early next year, we're going right back to Gotham. February. February, we're going to Birds of Prey. The trailer, the teaser has leaked online. What do you guys think about it? I know you've seen it. It's quick. It's 39 seconds. It's tied to the It film, which uh, we suspected would be about, and so the trailer kind of opens, like, making fun of It a little bit. Roxy, you saw it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I think that they're really trying to play on this Warner Brothers and clown angle, right? What is What do it and the Joker, the character, have in common? Clown. So we've got the balloons. You think you're seeing this it thing. This was played before. This was played as a teaser that you're, hope, you're thinking you're seeing a teaser for it, but then it's Harley. It's kind of fun. It's a little quirky. Doesn't really tell me much about the movie. Totally okay with that. Uh, I I even liked when we did the screen test a while back. I just like looking at visuals from this yeah. movie. So I think she looks great, and I'm excited. I watched this in probably 45 different languages. So. Yes, yeah. I first saw it. I believe it was in Russian the first time I saw it. So we did see a little bit of what we think the Huntress looks like. And again, the costumes that we've seen so far seem subdued and not really. Really ripped out of the page of the comics, although I didn't see it, but I, I heard report that you can kind of see a version of the Huntress's mask toward the end of the trailer. Also, I heard that you saw Harley's uh, hyenas, um, Bud and Lou. 
Apparently, at the end, we also see Cassandra Kane. We see a little bit of Ewan McGregor with no context, really. I mean, right. there is so nothing. There's no story here. We're just seeing thing- people that we already know are in the movie. But the story it's here fine. is what we're going to talk about now, which um, is potentially a big story or potentially nothing. It might uh, be a spoiler. So if you guys don't want to hear possible spoilers, yeah. which we're not sure if it is or isn't. There's a lot of crazy rumors about this film. Uh, and if they're true, they give away at least one intentioned, I don't version. know, version of yeah. the film. So we've been talking on this show past couple of weeks uh, about reshoots uh, with Chad Stileski or Telski from the Stileski, John Wick. Yeah. Um, and uh, first we heard that was like, uh, you know, to bring more action into the film. And then I guess this week... Uh, some some tweets came out to imply that they're doing uh, more like a whole Rogue One redo. I guess uh, Grace Randolph had some um, some things to say about that. Well, so here's what's happening right now. They're, we're going back to do major reshoots. Um, this is following the Jeffrey Epstein uh, suicide over being charged with pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And apparently the movie is going back to reshoot to take out the pedophilia storyline also, it's been uh, it's been rumored that this is ripping off Deadpool, so that's part of Which why is something they're taking we, it. We out, talked about a long time ago as well. This idea that like Harley might break the fourth wall, or this was deci- described as so bonkers, it sounded like it was going to be their Deadpool. So there was a couple of different things that have been talked about with these reshoots. What you're mentioning right now with Grace Randolph is she took to Twitter. Uh, she was asked in a few hours, "Your lies about Birds of Prey will be exposed." Remember, kids, or she was told this. Remember, kids, it's never okay to slander someone because you can't get over your nostalgia. Uh, and she wrote back to that saying, some hashtag birds of prey stands are crazy. I just heard again today from another source that it's a Rogue One situation and the movie is getting a huge overhaul. Thank goodness we were able to warn WB of the travesty of the dick pics. Hashtag crisis averted. Long live the DCEU. So I guess with the, when they were referring to dick pics, I guess there's a plot that this kid, Cassandra Kane swallows a diamond that belongs to Black Mask. And within that diamond, I guess, I don't know how you get something inside of diamond, are Black Mask dick pics. There's also an insinuation that, and again, this could totally be made up. I do not know. So I'm going to keep going a little bit with yeah, these yeah. tweets because they kind of explain. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go Somebody ahead. Somebody says to her, this legit makes zero sense because there's no mention of the supposed dick pics until the very last scene. Which, Why how do they, they know that? I don't know. Why would they do major overhaul for one scene, Grace? Grace writes back, it's the whole main plot, getting the diamond that Cassandra Kane swallows. Even if the twist of the diamond containing dick pics isn't revealed until the end, then there's McGregor doing a camp black mask instead of a gay villain that's cool and can be taken seriously and then somebody writes to her i heard the overall had to do more with action sequences than the actual plot and she writes back you heard wrong they are adding a lot of action scenes but also changing the story as well so i mean the idea that like ewan mcgregor's performance is camp right like 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 a mincing gay stereotype or something is what they're implying like what is he going to redo his whole performance well, she's saying there's McGregor doing a camp black mask instead of a gay villain. I don't know whether she's now referring to the end as well or throughout the entire thing. Well, when she says she specifically camp, talking about, you mean campy? Camp, yeah, camp, yeah, camp. is usually Im- 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 implies gay, but also very flamboyant and mincing and sort of stereotypical. I don't so, think that with the word camp. Yeah, that's what it means. I thought camp was like campy. No, camp is. Yeah, like, well, that's but when like not regarding. 
it's not necessarily relating to gay. Well, in, in in a British sense, it usually is when oh. they say, "Oh, he's very camp." That's oh. what that would mean. Interesting, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's British or not, or if she's just appropriating that term. But using that context, that's what that's what I'm determining. Um, that he was very camp and not uh, a true gay character, meaning like not a gay character with depth, playing a stereotype. Do you not know Grace Randolph? She's Who in is our she? space. Okay. Okay. Um, very much in our space. Uh, she. Um, no, she's not what you just said, not British. I, I don't believe, at least. Uh, she went to NYU, and right. she's done stuff for all the same places that you and I have as well, and, and talks a lot about comic book stuff. She has some very serious opinions about a lot of things. Yeah, sounds um, like it. And, yeah. As, as, so do you think she'd be the, the kind of person that would be making things up to troll? No, definitely, n- definitely not that. Okay. You, usually, uh, I find what she said. I don't always agree with Grace. Uh, but I find what she says to come from somewhere. She would never just out of the blue. I mean, she's a very serious reporter in the space, so she would never just out of the blue make this up if she didn't have a source. So yeah. definitely, she. This is coming from somewhere. Yeah. I just don't know if if it's coming from a place where she's seen something, she's heard something. Because to call a performance camp, that means that you would have to have seen it. I believe, or just the, the rumors that he's playing it like. In an offensive way. It seems like all those things were, were, were to address potentially offensive things in the film, right? Like the dick pics, the pedophilia, yeah. and him being, if, if I'm interpreting that right, campy and over-the-top homosexual rather than just being homosexual. Like uh, an interpretation that you wouldn't, you know, like, you know, from La Caja Fall or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, either way, um, whatever's true, whatever's not true, obviously we don't know. Chat rule. Roxy, yes. are we worried about Birds of Prey right now? Where is our? We're talking about how much you know we're anticipating you know, Joker, Batman. Where is our? How how do we think this film's going to be? Like to me, it's weird that they only show forty seconds. Like I, I, it sounds like the film is not put together. Remember a couple weeks ago, Adam, I was like, we were, when we were talking about reshoots, I said this is a non-story, guys. All films do reshoots, and they're adding action, and this could have been scheduling and X Y Z. This is now a story. Now we've got a story. Yeah. You know, I, I was not concerned in any way. It was very typical. It made perfect sense. And now I am slightly concerned. I'm not saying I'm freaking out concerned, but just hearing about eliminating entire storylines and changing characters, that means something big. It doesn't mean the movie can't be great. It just means that this movie is coming out in February. That is not that far from now. Uh, and this is this is a big overhaul. Yeah. If this is all true, I'm nervous. Ryan, is, Ryan, Ryan is nervous. Yeah, I'm. I'm really nervous because of the story. Uh, I think it, it, it's all on the perspective of are they changing major storylines and where are these reshoots? Because at first they were just we're going to add more action scenes. Awesome, that's great. I feel like that means that oh, we have something here. Let's make it even better. But this story is oh, something's wrong, and we really need to fix it. And you also have um, a, a fairly inexperienced new director. Um, you know, which was pitched pitched a concept that was really out there, and people were really excited about it. I was really excited about Birds of Prey because I heard from someone that worked at Warner Brothers that was an executive that was like the the pitch was so over the top and out there. I've 
Also, I also heard from that person that Godzilla King of the Monsters was the mo- was the end all be all. I've learned not to okay. trust the opinions of executives that work for the company that they're talking about. However, um, it does make me nervous. Uh, it, it it gives me Suicide Squad chills, which That's is funny scary. because at the same time, Satama in the chat says I'm getting Suicide Squad flashbacks. Woo! You guys literally at the same time. Wow, Satama. Yes, one punch. It seems like right now I'm reading the chat and it does seem like a lot of people are fairly nervous, but those people are also saying they were nervous prior to hearing this uh, and that it's not just because of what Grace was saying that's making them question. They were questioning previously. So uh, Uh, some people are saying it's not a story still. Yes, um, the, I well, I did see pictures on Twitter of uh, Margot Robbie apparently on set, apparently like yesterday. So if if those pictures were accurate, so they Just, are doing these reshoots now. Interesting though, because I have faith in Margot Robbie as a producer. And I have faith in her as a performer, and I just don't see her. Uh, I don't see this movie ending up being a mess. I just don't. For I, DC ho- I, right I now, hope I don't they- see it. I, I hope you're right. I hope that they've learned the lessons of the past, and and if they have to, let them move the date of this film if it if it like needs to undergo more. You know, like don't don't chase the date like we heard I happen with not. Justice League. It's just it's been too many times. We haven't had a string of successes like you know Aquaman was great, Wonder Woman was great, and then like we stumble in between. You know, Adam, I would not be surprised if we heard that the the date of this is moving. I would not be shocked. Wow. Um, and I would be okay with it if it was. I would totally be okay with it. Uh, it had a great date, but um, listen, don't uh, don't cut off your nose to spite your face. Agreed. This is we will be watching this uh, very closely. If you want closely. a second date and a third date, sometimes you have to move your first date. Yes, um, but let's look at the other 2021 film. 2021 is shaping up to be a yeah. really good year. If 2020 is the year of the women for DC, then 2021, the boys are back in town. Keep and going, keep going. The boys are back. The boys are back. Well, there's plenty of girls on the Suicide Squad, too. I'm talking about the Suicide Squad. We have a Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, right. Could not resist the classic rock. Oh, it taped. Oh. I'm one of the boys. That's right. 2021. <laughs> Peter Capaldi, baby, joining who, Suicide Squad. Who I gotta say, I didn't, I, 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 I didn't watch his Doctor Who like I did like that David Tennant and Rob Smith, uh, Matt Smith, which were freaking so good. Um, but I love him as the Doctor. I yeah. love him as an actor, and also Pete Davidson. So that one's interesting. Uh oh. I'm just having troubles recently. I love Pete Davidson. I think he's hysterical. I think he's had a crazy life. I think he's got a lot of. Uh, issues and demons that he's constantly battling but you heard have you recently been watching the news with him uh yeah he he lashed out at a college crowd yeah but like he's got i mean he's he's doing things like that very frequently now and uh especially after the breakup it seems like i just want i want him to be well before he the suicide squad is a strange project of weird does and i i hope he gets well before he works on it Anything else, he needs to check in with himself, I think. Although I think he's a ridiculously talented performer. Uh, and hearing that Peter Capaldi and Pete Davidson both could be involved with this movie, make it does make me excited as a consumer because I love both yeah. of them. Ivan Soto's trying to trying to blow me up. What do you say in the latest Doctor Who? I know he's not the current Doctor Who. He was the last one. Mm, did the you, last one. You didn't say that. I thought I said the last one. Yeah. He's like, the latest Doctor Who? Okay. 
I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, about. but I don't watch the current one because I just uh, the show lost me after a while. Once uh, the the was it Davies that left that that's a, I didn't that watch. stopped being as good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, uh, that's a quick question by the yes. way, Pete Davidson. So I feel Pete Davidson, you know SNL, he hasn't done a lot of film work. No, so this is doubly interesting. One because of his personal life, and two, I just think this is an interesting first big film project for him to do. Uh, I think he's a unique, oddly a unique pairing with James Gunn. I think that that's, for some reason that team up just works for me. I, I think th- that they would kind of fit style wise. I agree so- with you, Ryan. Uh, and Kevin J. Price says that Pete will uh, unlikely have a huge role. He trusts Gunn with casting. He has done some other stuff. I will say, movie wise, um, he was in. Did you guys see the Netflix movie The Dirt? Motley Crue movie. Okay, so he was in that as well. Um, big movie for Netflix. Motley Crue, obviously. Bio. Uh, what? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was this year, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, that was this year. Uh, he's done some VO stuff. I know Angry Birds too. Um, now I'm going to look on his IMDb. Set it up. I think he's really oh, funny. Yeah, he was great in Set It Up. That was another Netflix movie that I was absolutely obsessed with. What Men Want, um, which came out this year as well. Trainwreck. He was in. That was 2015. So little parts, little parts. Yeah. He's going to use Pete Davidson doing his Pete Davidson thing. This also, wasn't an announcement that he's the lead in the uh, movie. There's a lot of potential for brilliant cameos in this film. This is a Suicide Squad film. I've already, we've already talked about. Are the old members going to just die in one big mission? Suicide Squad members. There needs to be more of them that are expendable. Not just like what we got with Slipknot with that one little thing where the guys introduced. Like, I want to see more fun, exciting Suicide Squad members blowing up at inopportune times. I agree. Before we end up with the squad that earns it. Like, listen, let's tell a great story. Like, the last Suicide Squad film had a lot of story problems. I want, to, I want a great story about characters that you want to get behind that earn their place there, and then that's it. Then we blow some stuff up. Cool. cool. Right? Okay. Yeah, I'm in. Am I uh, crazy? I, I will, not to give this person more attention, but Lick My Love Pump has been in the chat throwing some outrageous things Lick My out Love there. Pump. Uh, and I'm kind of loving some of them. This one just says, Pete Davidson has a huge beater. Smell the glove. <laughs> Never heard it called a beater. What's Pete's wrong? got a big beat. What's wrong with being sexy? Oh, what's wrong with being sexy? Sexy. Nothing's wrong with being sexist. Uh, sexy. Um, um, oh, there was an interesting article I saw in uh, Forbes today saying that only WB can save the Suicide Squad. Uh, and basically what this author, this contributor was implying was that no amount of great casting or great directing or great writing will make a great film unless Warner Brothers doesn't interfere like they did the last time. So, what Travis, do you think about that? Travis Bean wrote this article, and the headline is James Gunn, Peter Capaldi, and Idris Elba can't save Suicide Squad. It's too. an enticing little, good little tagline. Yeah. Get you. What do you mean? Of course they can. I think this is true of any movie. There's no no creators and cast that can make a movie if if the studio is intent on not letting it work. I would disagree. I mean, I, I think that uh, Marvel films, obviously the studio makes the films. Like, but I think he, uh, he's saying if they don't make a good movie, Marvel does make the films. That's exactly what he's saying. Well, Warner Brothers getting involved I don't seems to be what, what he's war- warning oh, them off of. Well, for me, it's not Warner Brothers getting involved. It's Warner Brothers negatively getting involved. If they positively get involved, it helps. If they negatively get involved, it's any studio, any movie. Yes. Well, in this article, he seems to say that them getting involved could potentially, uh, you know, 
ruin it again, just like they have done on repeated times. And then it's possible. And, and listen, it's the, it's their film, it's their bat, their ball. Um, you know, maybe they, maybe they really are justified. If what's what we're talking about with Birds of Prey is really happening, it might be the right thing. You know, we we don't know if it's their bat and their ball. What are we? Uh, I mean, we're the spectators. We're the ones who fill the fill the stands. We're eating the popcorn. We're popcorn eating the popcorn. Talk. Bring it back. Oh yes, popcorn talk. Yes, we're eating the popcorn. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. Yep. That's how that goes. Great. Um, and then, as you know, Warner Brothers does have a new CEO that replaced uh, the uh, embattled Kevin Sujihara, who went out with not a great look. So, smartly, uh, they replaced the CEO with uh, a female. Um, Anne Sarnoff. Yes. Their new uh, chair and CEO, Anne Sarnoff. So, she and, was doing a town hall, I guess, Rox? Uh, yeah, where she she picked Wonder Woman over Batman and Superman, which I think, like, same. Though, well, what was point. interesting is that they didn't say, like, uh, who's your favorite of the Trinity? This person said Batman or Superman to her. Yeah. And she said, um, Wonder Woman. Excuse me, Wonder Woman. But I do feel like that's great. I, I love that response, and I love having I that too. person at the head. I mean, it's, it's been Batman or Superman for a really long time, and I think with the movies that they're creating right now, Wonder Woman is straight up in that talk, regardless of what genitalia she has. Do you think that knowing that this female is now the head of one of the only, you know, one of the top two studios that still exist in the world right now, Just now that Fox Disney is gone? Warner? Yeah. Um, do you, you not think. Including Sony? Well, I don't. I think Warner Brothers is way bigger than Sony. Yeah, just yeah. in, in, in oh, output. Oh, you're saying the top two, not yeah. their only two. Yeah, I mean yeah, above yeah. Universal, above Sony. So, yeah. It's like Warner Brothers is right there. She's taking over, and her effect on um, presumably will be seen. Do you see her handprints? Am I just speculating that her involvement has something to do with Birds of Prey? I don't. and her opinion of the film as someone came in and said, "Hey, whoa! I was not part of the regime that greenlit this film as it existed, and this is not our message right now." Don't know, but wouldn't be surprised. Okay, and would be excited if that is why. Kind of more me too. As I said that, I hadn't thought about that before, but I'm like, and I don't know why. I don't, I don't know her. I don't yeah. know if she's a a good guy or a bad guy or somewhere in between. But um, yeah, that for some reason I don't know why. But I just thought of that, and maybe it doesn't bother like me as thought. much. I like that thought. Okay. Um, well, that was a lot to digest in terms of cinema. Soon, hopefully soon, we're going to see that Joker movie, and uh, it's going to be everything it's cracked up to you be. You want to get to some? Yeah, let's cross the lines now. Goodbye, films. It's time for Roxy Strives TV time. See you on the other side. So divine. Thank you. Time. DC movie news. It's time to talk. See you All right, so I will say this uh, for the people that have DC, for us people with the DC screeners, Titans did drop in my box yesterday. I don't have the I screeners, believe. but I got up so, extra early. I watched it at like 7.30 this morning. Or, or they or did the day before yesterday. I uh, haven't heard anybody else who has watched. Oh, I, I watched it today. I didn't get a screener, oh. but I watched it, uh, and it was good. I, so I, I, I have no excuse. We, I was talking with people in the chat about the, uh, uh, the episode. Listen, 
Spoilers here. I'm not going to say anything too specifically, but potential spoilers. I will just say that uh, I agree with some of the people that it seemed like they were wrapping up a lot of stuff in the first part of the episode. But I don't know if you guys agree with me, but like pretty much the epilogue part of the episodes became really awesome. Adam, I am hearing no buzz for Titan season two. That's no, we do have a little bit of news on it, though. This uh, We've been talking a lot about the fact that Batman slash and or Bruce Wayne will be in this season and in what way. Uh, and the showrunner, Greg Walker, said, well, Bruce was a huge character on our show last year. You just didn't see him. I mean, for the most part, for Dick, he was omnipresent. And it felt like we really needed to dive into Dick's relationship with Bruce to understand Dick better. I was really excited as a writer to go into Bruce Wayne. There's been so much done about Batman, but there's not a ton about being Bruce Wayne. Bruce is really awesome at being Batman. He's kind of crappy at being Bruce. So it sounds like we're going to get a lot of Bruce and not a lot of Batman. Okay, can I give you my take on Bruce? Because yes. I saw it's Ian, what's his name? Jorah Mormon? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I got to say, here's my take. Tell me if you agree. What he looks right kind of like Adam West Batman. If Adam West Batman was like kind of like cooler like less um less campy in that sense i don't mean camp in the other sense i mean you know like that was kind of the effect i got his 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 accent is i don't really know he's just doing this very vague american kind of thing but i like him as bruce wayne i love the scene between bruce and dick it was my favorite part of the episode really yeah it was just a little scene and it was it rang the most true and um uh, oh, Ivan Soto is asking me. Glenn. Ian Glenn. Glenn. Uh, he was fantastic. Ivan Soto is asking, did I not like seeing Trigon in all his glory? Well, I would say with Trigon, it was a good character design, but it was it looked kind of like the Kevin Sorbo Hercules effects. It, it just when the character was moving, it just it showed. You know, we've been you know we've seen you know like. Thanos and stuff. It's kind of hard to see an all-digital character. I'm going to have to convince myself to watch this. You need to watch it. No, I'm going to have to convince myself. Oh, that's too bad. I know. I love Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah. And also... um Wonder Girl, what, what's her, what's her, uh, what was the character's name? I keep, I'm blanking, but she was awesome too. I like her a lot. I love the new uh, status quo at the end of this film, and we get a, a great episode? rendition. Um, what's that? At the end of the episode? Yeah, at the end of the episode, there's a new status quo for the Titans. It seems like they're going to be the new Teen Titans. And, Teen Titans. And um, this must be the place is the name of the episode, and there's a great version of that Talking head song. That closes it. Okay. All right. I guess I guess I'll do it. Also, a little bit of Watchmen news. HBO announced the premiere, and it is going to be Sunday, October 20th, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Pacific Time, uh, exclusively on HBO. It's important now that they tell us that because they have all of the... HBO Max, HBO, whatever. So uh, yeah. this will be on HBO Sunday, October 20th. Um, relevant to this, I'm very excited about that. That's going to be on Donna HBO, Troy. not HBO Max. Donna Troy, Roxy. I can't believe I didn't get that. Oh, my God. Do you think, and, and listen, I was, as we mentioned before, I appear on DC Daily this week. Uh, I believe the episode dropped yesterday. It's not it's not behind the paywall, so you could check it out. Uh, Popcorn Talk tweeted that again. But... Aside from that, aside from that, I love appearing on DC Daily. Do you think DC Universe at some point is going to be like 
like lower the price and include it with a package with HBO Max because I'm hearing HBO I'm Max so is fifteen dollars. So confused. And HBO is fifteen dollars. Are they going to give you like the twenty dollars and get HBO DC? Like something's going to happen, Adam. They're one hundred percent going to have to, and here's why: they are showing things on. DC Universe on HBO Max. Second season of Doom Patrol, so, which is the, the the most recently greenlit um, second season uh, after Titans for anything on DC Universe. So, so we still don't know. We haven't heard of a live action series, a Titan season three, or anything being greenlit for me for only DC Universe. And I don't see it happening. If I Titans gets a season three, I think it's going to be on on Max. Max. Yeah, I do too. So they're going to have to do something, Adam. It can't stay this way. And I don't want to lose it either, Ivan, because. You know, you get the comics there, you get the Daily Show, you get all the DC stuff in a really fun package. The question is, can they maintain that and pay for it? They, I don't think they continue to can continue to charge what they're charging or increase that if you're not increasing the flow of content. So, um, okay. I am oh, curious. In, in the chat, uh, a reminder, Gibran says Stargirl is wrapped as well. I haven't thought about that. No, show. I, I know Stargirl's wrapped. No, but, I, I'm just yeah. saying that it's not contradicting what you said. No, I, yeah. just, I haven't thought about it in a long time. Yeah, well, we have Harley Quinn, the yeah. animated show, coming up. We have Stargirl coming up. Um, and I believe that's it right now mm-hmm. as far as things that are announced. Um, and then, you know, Doom Patrol Season 2 is, is, is coming out, but it is also and on HBO Max. Swamp Thing Season 2. That is not happening. No. Stop it. Um, also, um, uh, Ian Ziering appeared on DC Daily, too, and Talking Blue Devil stuff. That's so awesome. Check that out. And I think, again, all that stuff you can see not behind the paywall, so check it out. Um, Roxy, was there anything else you that wanted is to all talk of the things, about? All of the things. People are reminding us uh, that Pennyworth was off this week, so right. gives people a chance to catch up. Still haven't watched it. Sorry, guys. Once again, guys. Guys, thank you so much for being a positive place that we can talk about this stuff. We know it's just silly comic book nerdy stuff, but we enjoy it. Let's keep it in a space where we can enjoy it's not it. Silly, uh, well, it's fun. It's you know enjoyable. What, it's I, this, it's you know it's not life and death. Quick shout out though, when I was at uh, the Schmodown in New York last weekend, somebody came up to me with a Love Is Love book, Mark Andreco's mm-hmm. book, and was like, "Is Mark not coming to this?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "Okay, um, I just want to if you could relay this message. This book changed my entire life. Wow. Um, it's like everything that I do now. I think think about Wonder Woman and Superman and all these characters being accepting of whoever anybody loves or chooses or whatever. So yes, sometimes comic books can be silly or campy or wild or creepy or any of those things, but they also have a lot of weight for a lot of people's worlds and can do really big, great things. So uh, just a shout out for that. Again, love is love. And uh, I think that it is, it's a, when there's a lot of hate and whatnot going on in the world, it's a good thing to be talking about DC movies. Yes. In a positive way. Heck yeah. yes. All right. So we'll see you guys next time. Uh, Roxy, where can people find you? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Also, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Collider Live, Screen Junkies on Fridays, the Tomorrow Show, Wednesday nights, Acting Class Weekly on uh, Wednesdays as well, and all, just all the places. All the places. All the places. Uh, check out at uh, Jay Quasto. No, at John, at John Quasto. Quasto. John Quasto and at Mike Kalinowski. At Mike Kalinowski. He'll be back soon. Yeah, he will be send back. him some love, guys. He, uh, he could use your love. He could use your love. I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me at Adam Gertler. Selling you ninjas, feeding you hot dogs, cooking for DC, working it for you. Just trying to find our way in the world. See you next time! From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, 
We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.